Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? So I got a couple stories to tell you, but here's the gist. If you have a stuffed animal and you feel bad about having a stuffed animal, like there's something wrong with you, um, there's nothing wrong with you. It's uh, having a stuffed animal, sleeping with a stuffed animal, finding comfort from a stuffed animal is a really, really good thing for adults as well as children. It really uh, provides a lot of support, more so than you can imagine. Um, I myself have had a um, one particular love, lovey uh, stuffed animal. His name's William. He's a big bear. And I've had William since I was 30, so 67 years. No, 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 37 years I've had William. And William has been such a comfort. He, um, I got him when I was living in Nova Scotia. A long time ago. Uh, he crossed the Atlantic Ocean with me. He lived with me on the boat. He went to school with me. Uh, he's been with me no matter how many relationships I've been with. Uh, he's been pretty much right there. Uh, and that's a thing that it's interesting because people think that, well, you shouldn't have a, a stuffed animal if you have a, 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 par- a partner, a boyfriend, or a girlfriend, um, or you're married. It's like, um, no, you shouldn't. That's not right. But the fact is, is sometimes you don't get comfort from other people. It just doesn't happen the way you want to or need it to. And sometimes the comfort of a stuffed animal is a really a good thing. So, uh, so William has been part of my life. I think he's a guardian angel in disguise. Uh, and people have, have, when I did some research on this, it's like people say, yeah, it's like a velvet, the velveteen rabbit. It's, it, uh, this being has a, a, has a life of its own, an energy being that, that is nurturing and loving and, uh, caring. So he's always there for me. He's always on the bed with me, um, with my dog, Gracie. She's a comfort, but she doesn't snuggle as good as William does. William just comes in where I need him. And again, we don't find that so much with people because uh, people are bigger and they don't kind of have that snuggly ability that that sometimes stuffed animals do. So a long time ago when I was in Nova Scotia and I was working as a clinical therapist in the field of recovery, I ran a a 10-day outpatient program for people who have, were, um, were recovering. And these people had, had been uh, recovering for at least two years. So um, some people were really experienced and some people were pretty new in terms of just a couple years of, of recovery. So I happened to mention one day, this was when I was um, on the verge of leaving Nova Scotia, going sailing. And I mentioned that uh, I had William and William was going with me. And I and I had gotten a, a, a pal for William and her name was Blossom. Um, and so Blossom and William were going to come with me sailing. So I was telling this group of people, 20 people, I think it was, in the room. There wasn't 20 people. It was like 12. But I was telling them about this and, you know, kind of being a little, uh, a little apprehensive about sharing such, you know, such information. And uh, one fella sheepishly raised his hand and said, well, I have a stuffed animal too. And he's been with me since I was a kid. And uh, uh, another person said, raised his hand and said, yeah, I have one too. And as it turned out, everyone in the room had a stuffed animal that was significant in their life. And um, one fella said, uh, no, I don't have one. I don't have one. And we, we talked about this, this group was like, 
it was all men. And they said, we said, let's have a, a, t- a teddy bear's picnic, it's, which in Canada is a kind of a cool thing to do. And so so I said, let's do that. Is, does everyone have access to their, their, um, their stuffed animal? Everyone but this one guy said, yes, they did. Isn't that something? We, it's one of those kind of secret things we don't talk about, but it's in our lives. I think that's wonderful. So this one guy was like, ah, you know, I'll just get one, you know, maybe from my, my son. He's got some, so I'll just, I'll just borrow one from him. I was like, great, okay, great. So a few days later, everyone showed up with their, their stuffed animal. And um, it was such a warm, wonderful experience. It's like one of those things I'll always remember, the tenderness of these men bringing in their stuffed animal. And the fellow that had said he didn't have one, he admitted that he found his in a trunk that had been up in the attic and that he did find his stuffed animal and he did bring his stuffed animal, not his son's. So that's like amazing. I think it's amazing that we each have this tenderness, this sweetness, this place where a stuffed animal can bring such comfort and joy and love to us in ways that a person can't and maybe an animal can't or something else. So it's kind of cool, I think. It's really cool. It, it touches into that part of us that is, is not of our mind. You know, it's not of our ego mentality that says, oh, that's for sissies or that's for kids or that's for somebody, not for me. I'm tough. I'm, I'm, I'm grown up. But all of grown-ups have this desire and this need for this level of comfort that we can't always get from, from people. We just can't. Um, so when my dad was turned 70, and I was living in Nova Scotia at that time, um, and when he turned 70, I was like, what am I going to get him? Because he's got everything. He's kind of wealthy guy. And had he'd buy himself whatever he wanted, so he could have whatever he wanted. So it's like, what what can I get my dad? And I thought, I would think that turning seventy would be a scary thing. Now I was less; I wasn't forty, so I was in my thirties. It's like what? I just imagined that turning seventy was a uh, was a scary thing. And where could he get comfort? Where would he get? comfort in the times when it was scary to be that old. Now, now I'm only three years away from that, but in my imagination, it was a really scary, scary potential for, for a, a human being like my dad, who is tough, a tough guy. But so anyway, I found this woman who made teddy bears. And so I had her made, make one for my dad. And uh, I sent it to him with a letter saying, you know, when you're in need, when you're um, afraid, when there's no one else there for you, here's, here's a friend for you that'll be there forever. Now, my dad's not a person that will even admit, <laughs> he, wouldn't admit he wouldn't admit anything, he's now gone, but he wouldn't admit any kind of tenderness or appreciation. He just wasn't that kind of guy. But that teddy bear sat in his office um, for the next uh, 40 years, 50 years. No, 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 not that much. But he worked another 20 years. And so that um, teddy bear sat in his office right there in the corner um, until he died. And um, that's a pretty cool thing, I think. 
Uh, but I think every one of us has a need for some support, something that we can um, hold and, and money we can't hold on to or material things like boats or cars or, or people or sex or power. We can't hold on to those things. We, we can't find that, that connection that we can sometimes find with animals or plants or, or stuffed animals. So I just offer that to you that maybe this aging like a guru requires us to to embrace the child within the innocent self, the one that needs some comfort when we can't get comfort from grown-ups. We can't get com- comfort from books. We can't get comfort from what we thought we could get comfort from. And in those moments, maybe the stuffed animal like William is just the ticket for you. All right. I'm sending you big hugs and love, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye for now.